You're not about that life, champ. I can see it. Game over, man. Game over. He runs with the 50. He runs with the 40. The guy is drunk. Playoffs? You kidding me? Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. I want winners. Here we go. Playing to win the game. That was one heck of a timeout. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. John is in trouble. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. EA Hunter sarcastically speaking about sports podcast. Sarcastically speaking about sports. Yeah, gonna lay down another installment with, with our man Russ pretty good numbers from the last episode so i mean my man's knowledgeable he's got a lot to say and i want to hear it so we're going to give him a call here in a minute what happened we're going to open up with um the whole lamar jackson situation i i i I, because i feel like it i haven't seen the tweet it's an ongoing process uh I'm, i'm following it very closely just like everybody else is here and uh Looking forward to a resolution. I'm excited thinking about Lamar all the time, thinking about him as our quarterback. We're building our offense around that idea, and uh, I'm just looking forward to getting back to football. I'm confident that's going to happen. Do you anticipate him being your quarterback in week one? I do. You know, you got you got to plan for all the contingencies for sure, but uh, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty fired up about Lamar Jackson. I mean, Lamar Jackson is a great player. Lamar uh, came back in great shape last year. He's fired up to play. Uh, that's the Lamar that I'm looking for, looking forward to seeing. Can't wait to get back on the grass and go to work, and I'm confident that's going to happen. Yeah, that was Coach Coach Harbaugh. I think he was at like some owners' meetings or something, and he was asked. I mean, and dude, he's he's just giving you the regular coach speak. You know, I mean, what do you expect the guy to say? Because he doesn't really know what's going on. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give Russ here a call and see what he see what his his um feelings are on the situation um, with. A bunch of other things as well. Um, so sit tight. B A. Hey, check it out. Hey, you got it. Yeah, you called me Brian the last time, but I don't care. I did. That was a terrible mistake. I know we lost some listeners. I got a lot of hate mail, and I really, <laughs> really regret that. You know what? You know what? Any attention is good attention, is what I've been told. <laughs> That's so. right. If they're not talking about you, then something's wrong. Let me. And here's here's another question I wanted to ask you. Did did you yeah. did you want some some walk up music? You want? Did you, is there is there a specific song you'd like to come up to or? Uh, let me think about that because there's so many that could define me. Right, right. Yeah, uh, see, see, this is this is what I like about you. You're not you're not just yeah. willy nilly just fire something off, and you know you're like, no, I want some thought in this. You know, this is going to represent me. So yes, yeah. yeah I okay. mean, Rome has Welcome to the Jungle, so I can't do that. You know, so I, I really I really got to put some some thought into that. I didn't I didn't know you were a Rome guy. You listen to Rome? I did a long time ago when rate listening to radio and the sports in the car was a thing. You know, it's funny. I he's he was. I want to say like he was my first like introduction to sports talk, and I really, I mean, I really got into him. Got into listening to him and his and the, the what was it the um the the smack off the one where we would have callers yeah, call yeah. in and you know and yeah. you know the show is still going strong to this day. They're like up to like the 
the the twenty fifth annual Smack Off winner. Now they get like five thousand dollars and and a bunch of other things now. So it's like, but I can't I can't listen to him anymore because he. I don't either. Uh, part of the part of the problem with the Smack Off with some of it is I didn't get all their references. Right. Certainly when they were talking about each other, and then you know occasional things that I would miss. It's it's like pop culture essentially, and I don't. I don't know everything, you know, I can, I could name you everything about what happened last, you know, 20 Super Bowls, but I, I couldn't tell you what happened to the bachelor or the bachelorette or if they even still have both anymore. So well, they, I, they, I stay in my lane well, and then I drive fast. <laughs> I like that. I stay in my lane. I drive fast. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a t-shirt material right there, baby. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Tracy Chapman. Oh, I got a fast car. Well, no, that won't work either. No, that's, yeah, that's and, see, and see, like you're dropping a reference there that only, only I would think Gen X and above or would get that. Tra- I don't even know who the fuck Tracy Chapman is. Black woman, wasn't she? Yeah. Guitar strummer, I believe. Yeah. I mean, between her and Shad Sade. Sade, man, come on. Sade, yeah. 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 Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop with that. We'll save that for another show. Yes, yes, yes. So... So yeah, I wanted to open up with with this whole Lamar Jackson thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, go ahead, give me your thoughts. Well, here's here's the thing. We we touched on it just briefly the last time we spoke about you know there's no question about his 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 um, being a dynamic playmaker and and how how quality of a player he is and how important the quarterback position is. I I looked it up just some some of the numbers. I believe it was. Uh, 47 and 16 is his record or 47, 46 and 15, wow. something, something ridiculous in his career record. Wow. Um, and, and, you know, like so many guys, he, he wants to get paid and, and we don't have a problem with that, but his issue was that he wants uh, guaranteed money, which nobody wants to do. The, the, the Browns kind of screwed everyone by, by doing that with Deshaun Watson. But the, I mean, the Browns are the Browns. I mean, they, they've done everything wrong at quarterback since, since Tim Couch, I mean, you could go, and, and then some. The, the list is long, and we all know about how how bad it's all worked out for them there. And Baker Mayfield didn't really work out, as obviously, and and so they took a shot at Deshaun and said, "We're going to give him what he wants." Well, that's certainly a great deal for the player, but now that's what Lamar Jackson wants, and uh, the, just kind of the timeline of these things in the last few weeks. It, of course, it came out, I guess, today or yesterday on Twitter that he wants to be traded. Uh, he says he notified the team back on March 2nd. Well, this just came out coincidentally when all the all the, um, all the the owners are meeting in Arizona or Florida, or not the owners, excuse me, the coaches. <laughs> you know, it's a good time to drop that so Harbaugh has to answer everything. Right. And if, it's, if that's true, that he asked for that, you know, back in, what, three, four weeks ago, they've been sitting on this information for for weeks maybe trying to get a deal done but but the, but they but they non-exclusive franchise franchise taxed him right franchise tagged him right which means that they get to match any offer and if they don't match the offer then they get two number ones which as you know in the, the nba they throw number ones out all the time i mean i i who even knows who has you know you look down the list on on draft day in the nba and it's like you know charlotte from atlanta from Phoenix through them, you know, it's just every the number one picks move all the time. They don't they don't value them like the guys do in the NBA, NFL for, for obvious reasons. That the talent pool um, is really the top three top top three rounds. So 
they tagged him at $32 million, which is what he'd be set to make this year, which is no no joke. Um, but but obviously, we got to look long-term, and what does he want from there? And, of course, he's doing this with his mom as his agent, right? Oh, wow. His I, see, I, I I was under the impression it was just all him, and then and then I then well, there was he, talk of another individual that he was utilizing yeah. some individual that's not even stateside and it's not <laughs> sanctioned by the NFL. And I I, I saw that this week, uh, uh, last few days, um, a memo came out from the NFL to all teams to whoever this guy is, and they gave they named a name that that they're not to negotiate with him. It, it, it reminded me of a restaurant I worked at that a guy called up when. Earth, Wind, and Fire was in town, and he was trying to negotiate them coming in for a meal, and he was just something nobody <laughs> thought, trying to get over. And I don't know if that's maybe like a little bit of gamesmanship, a little bit of ploy. I mean, Lamar denied, don't believe it is what he's saying, and, and it's all lies. And I, I can see it going either way. Uh, but but it's not like it's a secret that, that everyone knows that Lamar or Lamar's mom or both of them are – are our team Lamar and they're the ones handling this negotiation. So his, his choices are to, to play this year out with the, with the 32 million. Right. Uh, or um, he could be the first one to sit out under this tag. And do you remember the last one was it did it? No, I don't. Le'Veon Bell. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. I forgot about him. I mean, he's got, he's got dirty between them and, and, and it never did really work out. Yeah. You know, he, his career was never the same after that. Situation. It, was, it was not. Now you, you don't feel like that's really the same for, for, for Lamar, for Mr. Jackson, but here's the, here's the Ravens deal is, you know, they're going to, they want to, they've been trying to negotiate a contract with him for a long time and he's missed 11 games in the last two years, including the, the playoff game. But that's that's the nature of what he does and how he he's just how he plays. He's just he's he's liable to get hurt from getting drilled at the knees or, or whatever. And but you you take that with him. You knew that was part of his game when you drafted him. And so you, you, he's he's only in his he's only played five years. It's just crazy. I mean, and, and, and the record that you just out you out, what did you say he was forty six and fifteen? Yeah. Somewhere around that, yeah. That's, I mean, that's amazing. And for me personally, when he when he came out of college, he played at Louisville, I believe it was. Louisville, Louisville. yeah. Louisville. Played, I think he played two years. One, I think he won the Heisman Trophy one year and was a finalist right. again the next year. You know, right. and at that point, you know, he's another one of these athletic guys, in my opinion, that play quarterback. You know, he comes into the leagues, not even drafted in the first round. He gets drafted late. I want to say, was it the second round he got drafted? Um, I think late in the second round, falls to the Ravens. Um, yeah. And he, I, and I, and I, and I figured he'd come into the league. He'd probably have a cup of coffee, and you know, we we wouldn't see much of him. But slowly but surely, he made me a believer. I mean, his running style is super dynamic, and he actually he didn't have he doesn't have an arm like Vic, um, but he had enough of an arm, and they and then they they who was it? Greg, I think uh, Roman, I believe, the offensive yeah. coordinator. They they install an offense that's tailor made for all of his strengths, and they go on and 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 start winning games. And he's one of the most exciting players in the NFL. But you get to the playoffs, and we see what happens. Defense one and three in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. And he, by the way, he was. Uh... He was the thirty-second pick in the draft. Thirty-second, yeah. And I mean, what what quarterbacks were picked ahead of him in that draft? That's a that's a question right there. I mean, well, we'll we'll, we'll answer that um, oh, <laughs> another yeah. another time. 
um, you know, the, the the playoff record. Yeah, that's 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 really and unfortunately that's what people remember. Do you do you know that he made only nine hundred thousand dollars the year he was MVP? Wow, his second year in the league. Wow. So what what is, here? But let's go from the. We know what he wants. He wants the money, and he's he's now positioned himself that that. The, the, of course, the Ravens are the bad guy in all this because they don't want to pay him, which we, we, we always seem to see happen when these things uh, arise. But what do you do if you're them? I look around your division. Just start in the division. You're not going to trade him in the division. And there's the, we just we said that we know how the the AFC North fits. You're you're almost certainly you don't really want to trade him in, within your own conference. But really, your only trade partners, if, as you look around the the, the league. Um, are potentially the Colts and um, the uh, the Washington common commandants. What are what are they? What are they? they, they those <laughs> the, 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 the com com the commies comrades. The commies, know. yeah. Wh- whoever the Washington football, Washington, we'll just call them the Washington football team that, that has enough of their own problems. Uh, Ron Rivera came out and said that, that, that they're not interested. This is this is one of those rare times where teams can actually like I guess comment on these guys rather than. Than it being, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um, tampering, right? Yeah, I mean, other than, you know, all you can really say is, yeah, he's a great player. He'd, he'd be a great player on any team. You know, those are the, that kind of coach speak. Uh, but coaches, the, the coaches all being in one in one place this weekend and asked about him, and um, the Lions coach is like, no, we, we we think he's great, but we we saw what he did to us, but we've got our guy and we're happy with Goff, and you know, and and, and down the list, um, and then you come to Indy. That uh, Ursay said that um, he said it, it, it isn't the price, though he doesn't like the idea. He doesn't want to pay a, a guaranteed contract uh, for good reasons. And um, but it's the two first round picks that are really that really hurt. Um, and Washington um, seems to um, maybe want to go in a different direction as well. Right. I just saw that they signed someone too. I I forgot I... who it was. I just, I, I just feel. I mean, and this is probably going to be an unpopular um, opinion, especially in the black community, because you have a lot of individuals, you know, African American black individuals, who feel like there's some collusion, there's some racism going on here. Because I mean, let's let's be real. Most of the just about well, every NFL team is owned by a white owner, and the and yep. and the feeling is is that they've gotten together and they've decided, nah, we're not going to let him. Nope. Nobody pick him up because that's going to start a precedent that we don't want to start. Now, there might be some truth to that, but for me personally, when it comes down to it, the owner owns the team, and their team is a business. And in their minds, picking up a player like him for that for that exorbitant amount of money is not a good business decision. And I can't really fault them for that. Right, and, and it is. It is. It's always about business. Everyone says it's about business. And when the players get what they want or don't get what they want, it's about business. But it's interesting you brought up the collusion, and I go back to what I said a minute ago: how all the coaches can now speak about it. There's. I don't think this is really a case of collusion when everybody knows what the price is. Right. You know, it's. It's not like it's a secret. Like, you know, we we'll give you something else if the commander. Maybe we'll pull a three-team trade. This is not. This is not a three-team trade situation. This is either you take him, and and you know you the Colts you have a new coach, the guy that came over from Philly with that just had this great year with Jalen Hurts, and you have Jonathan Taylor and 
you have a couple of guys at wide receiver, and then you pick up some stuff. But they are they actually they own the Colts own the fourth pick in the draft. So that would be if I'm the if I'm the Ravens, that's kind of who I'd be getting in bed with. Uh, to um, because then you then now draft whoever doesn't get picked between Will Levis and um, and Stroud and 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 um, the kid from Alabama, um, Bryce Young. Whoever's who's ever available at, the, at at number four, you're going to take most likely. By the way, uh, Jacoby Brissett is who's now the the Washington Nash, Washington football team's um, alleged starter. That guy that that guy is well traveled these last couple yes. of years, and he I he's... forgot he started in New England. He was there for a year, and you know in Miami. And uh, um, but if, if you're the Colts as a fan, do you want this guy? Who, uh, Lamar Jackson? Yes, Lamar. I I would. I mean, he's an exciting player. He might he might help you for at least a year. Um, because I mean, who do they have there now? Well, here here's the thing. As I said, they they uh, the coach Stiker or Stiker, whatever his name is from the Kansas Billy brought um, Minshew with him. Oh, okay. So okay. they they had Minshew who's brought in to compete for the job and. And then uh, Ellinger, um, they've had um, five different, I think I saw five different uh, quarterbacks uh, starting for them in the last five, since since um, Andrew Luck retired. Wow. So they've, they had, um, of course, uh, Matt Ryan last year. They had Wentz the year before that. Uh, they had your boy Philly Rivers. Before that, in Indianapolis, he got him in the playoffs, uh, and then maybe Brissett was the year before that. But but the point is, you just you keep you keep rolling these guys out there. You know, I mean, if you're a Colts fan and your last three guys are Wentz, Rivers, and and um, and Ryan, do you do you really want to see, you know, some other backup running out there? I, I want a guy that can compete with my. Oh so, oh, oh, so you're saying you're saying that the the him bringing over Minshew is not really shouldn't really be the 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 solution to that problem. Well, that, well, I, I think that I think he would it would be the solution to the problem. He would he didn't really step in and make um, Indianapolis competitive. So he's 26. Um, whoever your draft is going to be, you know, 21, 22 years old. But again, he's proven what he can do. He's going to step in and make you competitive right away. Unlike maybe whoever you draft, you're not necessarily going to have that high expectations. Uh, but you've, but you've cocked up $200 million guaranteed that you can't, you can't use that money anywhere else. Right. There's no renegotiating. There's no nothing that that is on your salary cap for however long the contract is. I mean, and that's where it hurts. Yeah. Well, the, the other thing that with Lamar Jackson is, I mean, I mean, we're talking about it and it's all doom and gloom, but I mean, they're offering him, I mean, one year, guaranteed $32 million. I mean, what's to say that he doesn't just do that every year? I mean, that worked for Kirk Cousins. Look what he did. He did that with the with the Redskins right. for three, four years. I think he ended up banking like $90 million and then went and rolled it over into Minnesota and signed a big, fat, you know, exclusive, you know, uh, whatever, bonus-laden contract with them. And so it all worked out for him. And if, you're, and if you want to say history repeats itself – uh, by the way, the $32 million re- would represent m- more than he made in the, the first four years, five years combined, where he made $27 million. So 
it's yeah. not. I uh, mean, it's, it's one of those things to where it's like, I mean, obviously we're 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 people who have jobs and you know, right. we're like we'll take that money in a minute. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of like, I mean, shouldn't you? I mean, that's that's. I just feel like this generation of young people, athletes, because you'll see the exorbitant amounts of money that they're that they're throwing around in Major League Baseball. Like I've seen them offer these guys like ten year. Five hundred million dollar contracts, and they're like, you know what? No, no, thank you. I'm like, are you serious? You offered yeah. me ten million. Yes, yes, yes. That's the answer. Yes. I don't. Are you? I. I, I mean, and but I guess it's it's a form of um, courage to quote unquote bet on yourself. And that is and that is what it is to get that bag to to go back to Kirk Cousins for a minute and how how did it? So let's put him in the scenario when he left Washington. Washington did, opted not to pay him, right? Right. How did it work out? They're, they went since 2018. Alex Smith, Josh Johnson, Colt McCoy, Mark Sanchez, <laughs> Case Keenum, <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace. Um, Kyle Allen, as you know now, the, the newest Buffalo Bill. Uh, Taylor Heineke, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Garrett Gilbert, and then Carson Wentz and Sam Howell. Those are all guys that have taken snaps. Since, um, since Cousins left. Now I'm not putting Cousins in the same category as as um, talent wise as Lamar Jackson, but as far as the the situation where the con- the team has a contract they can they can throw at you or let you go somewhere else and um, look what the look what the end result is for the next five years if you choose to go somewhere else. So let's put in let's put instead of Alex Smith, let's use Gardner Minshew as an example, and then you, let's say they start with him. And then they go to Parker Ellinger and then whoever else is there. Um, it, 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 it could go sideways for a few years. Right. But here you have the opportunity to get a guy that's one of the, one of the elite, elite quarterbacks in the league. And that's – I'd want my team to take that chance if I'm if – so, so you're saying you, as a Colts um, – Yeah. You, would, you say the Colts should go ahead and pull the trigger and go for Lamar then? Yes. The only other problem, though, is – what I mean, are you gonna? Uh, I I I'm assuming you're gonna retail your offense to to fit to his needs. But then you do that, and don't you think you're taking away from your 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 all world running back Taylor? I, I mean, I don't. I'm not an offensive coordinator to know that if you do the read option well enough, and you have a guy like Jonathan Taylor back there, that they absolutely have to crowd the line to protect him and. And you you give that fake dive handoff, and then Lamar just sprint out sprints you to the pylon. Right. I mean, I think you could certainly find a way to make it work. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't play enough Madden, but I sure would know I would. Right. Well, I, I mean, I, I use. It's funny. I use the um, Ravens when I play Madden, and the main reason I did is because I wanted a a quarterback with some legs. When things broke down, I could. And what's funny is is. The year before, I could I could dominate, you know, because they they had him. They it's funny because Madden it definitely mirrors the real NFL. And what I've noticed is when the player is hot and he's killing right now, he's doing the same thing on Madden. And I could run and he wouldn't get tired, and I could I, I he wouldn't they wouldn't tackle him as easy. This year. 2023 version of Madden, not so much. I can't dominate with him like I could in years past, and hmm. you know it. I mean, and it's mirroring because he 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 had another a, a, a productive season, but he wasn't the dominant MVP player he had been the year before. 
you know, and that's and we all know that's 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 because you know defensive coordinators pay attention. Yeah, the, that's the nature of it. So let's go ahead with my scenario, and we send him over to the the Colts. Um, and what happens on the uh, the Ravens side of things? Oh wow! You now not you now have a number four pick. We've already established you're going to draft a quarterback. You'll have a future number one. Do you remember where their defense ranked as a team last year? I do. The Ravens. I don't. They ranked third. They, I looked it up. I knew they were up there, but they were that they good. Actually, wow, they were that good. Um, uh, points allowed. Uh, the Niners blew everyone away with like 286 or something oh, like that. Yeah. Uh, the Bills were second, but they played one less game. Uh, and then the Ravens were not far behind that. So like 30 points, 20 points behind that. So, and if you remember, the the they gave the Bengals all they could handle in the playoffs. It was just that one was it a, a 99 yard fumble return or something that. It kind of turned that game. Right. So, well, and and Lamar didn't play that game, did he? No, he didn't. You know, the uh, All Pro. Right. And 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 that was the All first... Pro Huntley, <laughs> Pro Bowl. <laughs> you know, that guy's not that bad, actually. He's a that Huntley. Huntley's a decent backup, I think. Um, but hey, what do I know? Um, but you know, I I looked. The, I I I I couldn't help it. I my curiosity got the the best of me. Okay, so. This is the his this this was his 2018 draft class, okay? He he uh, Lamar Lamar Jackson. Okay, uh, yeah. Baker Mayfield went first overall. Okay. Followed by Sam Darnold. Oh God, yeah. At, at third, seventh was Josh Allen. Um, yeah. Tenth was uh Josh Rosen, and then third. Yeah, that was 30, the guy we were talking about last week. We could come up with his name. Yeah, Arizona, and then thirty second was Lamar Jackson. So, obviously, he has emerged as the number one quarterback out of that draft. If it was drafted over again, he would have been drafted first. Are you going to say he's, he's more valuable than Josh Allen? I, um, oh, you know what? Hmm. I, I, you know I mean, I, you could debate that. You, know, you, you could. I mean, they both don't have great playoff results. Um, yeah, yeah, Josh, he hasn't really. I mean, he's shown up. But he up, stayed but on he, the field. But he, but he, but what the problem is, he's showing up. But your, your boy, your crew keeps showing up and fucking up his whole. <laughs> <laughs> the, the goddamn chefs keep showing up, messing up his whole thing. The chefs and my homies, you know, if those guys weren't around, maybe it would be a Josh Allen world. But not so much. Not so much. So you didn't have to look far for um, uh, trades that that were of this nature. Uh, and Jared Goff, we talked about, was one of them. He they traded him and a bunch of other stuff and two 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 number one picks. That was a um, uh, and then Russell Wilson was also a a trade with two first round picks. So Denver really is going to be oh, thin yeah. for a while. Oh yeah, we're 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 stuck with this. I I I don't yeah I don't want to go into that. I just uh, I I, th- okay. I I think we're gonna I, I think we're gonna be running the ball a lot is what I think. I, Russ ain't gonna be cooking. Like that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, I think Coach Payton is gonna 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 put a muzzle on that cat. And and I wouldn't even be surprised if he's not even starting by the end of the season. He Wilson. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Over who? Uh, Stidham or whoever else emerges. But I but they're not I. They're not gonna. He Peyton didn't come there to just sit, okay. No. And and I'm pretty sure those owners, they those Walmart owners, the, the bags of money that, as you can see, they don't mind doling out. And they don't. They're, they'll they'll eat. They'll eat it 
They'll let him. They'll pay him and let him sit there. You know, for as long as I, I, I hope. I mean, if not, it is what it is. But but again, it all doesn't matter. We 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 still got you guys, you Chiefs and Mahomes. We still got to worry about. So you know, I just 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 let's just field a team that's actually competitive. That's all. I, just, just give me that. That's all I ask. You know who has a competitive team? Who's that? The Sacramento Kings. You got you got that a nice segue. You know who didn't show up last night? The Sacramento Kings. They did not this show was up. The, the tickets were outrageous. It was all set to be this celebration. Uh huh. I actually went. I was whatever. actually at the game last night. You know. Oh my gosh! Seven point favorites. Like, oh oh I I know I um I, Minnesota coming off back to back. I did it, not have a. Way drunk because this is the kind of game that the I, NBA wants you to bet on, and, and you they lose. Got, they got me. They got me because I had because sack sack had been covering, covering. So I just I just went for the over, the complete over, huh. and didn't, it was like two forty or something, right? Yeah, they didn't come near it. I mean, because they could, yeah. they were three points, three pointers. I think they were like three of thirty or some some a ridiculously low amount. They they were just completely and utterly just flat i don't know one one problem with the kings number one is is we don't really play when i say we because that's right i'm a king's guy whatever i don't play any defense there's no defense it's all we're all offense other teams we have no interior defense we have nobody like sabonis is dominating on the boards he's triple double machine but once once there's no one we have there's no one that has emerged as a good guy to give him spell him some time you know, we got Rashard Holmes, who who we paid him, but he for whatever reason they can't get off the bench. It looks like shit. Alex Len, he'll come in every now and then. You know, um, Metu, uh, guy, I think he's out of USC. This is his second or third year. He's not consistent at all. Um, that in the off season is definitely something that needs to be addressed with Sacramento. We need another big, a, a legitimate big that can come in and spell. Did 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 they play? Uh... Cat and Gobert at the same time. Cat, they, were they wrong? Cat did not play. He was. He was, Cat did not play. Yeah, okay. he didn't. He did not. Which back I was. Back. Which I was kind of. I was. Uh, it was interesting. They. You know, Minnesota. They've got a lot of long. They're a matchup problem for the Kings. Every time the Kings yeah. played them, it's they. I think. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure that the Minnesota owns the um, the the series against us. I think we've only beat them once. I think that we're, we're one one in three. I think. I'm not sure of how many times we played, but I know that they've one more um you know they've got they've, they've got some long rangy athletic guys you got conley the, the the wiley vet still out there doing it um gobert is what he is i mean people want to shit on him but he's still a decent center you know as big as he is you know um i don't know it would have been nice to get that win last night to to, to i mean we all know that sacramento is going to eventually they're going to the playoffs but you just just want to say i mean my wife was watching the game before i think you hit me up you texted me about that the warrior game I, and i was watching something in the adjacent room and she was talking to me but wasn't really listening and, and the, the game sounded like it was going back and forth against minnesota if you will and warriors if the warriors would have won that game denver i'm mean the denver uh the the kings would have been in the playoffs but they didn't win hmm. so i we haven't really talked much about the playoffs because in the west right now Everything is a mess, um, and it's changing on a day-to-day. In fact, I went and looked. I just, out of curiosity, I picked what the standings looked like on February 1st. Um, and so this is, what, six, seven weeks. I think that's a pretty fair 
amount of, uh, of sample size to see where teens have moved. And in, in, in February 1st, um, one, two, three, have a change. Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings. I mean, those and those those are why those are going to be the first three teams in the playoffs. Um, and then it went Clippers, Wolves, Mavericks, Warriors, Suns. And then Mr. Irving arrived in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and as you, I believe I I, I want to say it's like five and thirteen or I, I overall some of it's like well the record with him only the record with him and Luca playing the record without either of them it's just, whatever the record is. Their, the team record had overall since his arrival with him playing or not playing is a losing record. So um, this is, I, I believe this is updated as to today, um, Denver and Memphis, Sacramento, Phoenix currently fourth. They've kind of been sitting there. Um, the Clippers, I guess, must have won a game uh, in the last day or two. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Clippers, um, <laughs> they beat up on uh, the Bulls last night, Mr. Uh, um What's what's my boy uh, Patrick? Um, Pat Bev, Pat Bev, yeah. love love me some Pat Bev. I love yeah. I, I love his exploits. Okay, yeah. that's what they are exploits because he's not really he's not really playing basketball. He's out there performing, doing the things that Pat Bev does, and I'm and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So the the difference between the sixth place Wolves and the eleventh place Mavericks is um, two wins. Thirty nine. It goes thirty nine. 39, 38, 37, 37, 37. So the, the, I guess the point I'm getting to is that that's why it's been hard to to really you know feel good about the, your team and going to the playoffs because it, it, since February 1st, um, the, the teams between 1st and 11th have only been separated by three, four games, 5th and, 5th and 11th most of the time anyway. And, it's, and, you know, it's a jockey for position. Now the Clippers, of course, have lost Paul George, and they've, They've dropped off a little bit. The, the Mavericks are an absolute mess right now. So we'll we'll save our NBA playoff preview for, for when we actually know who's going to be where. The the Warriors will have arguably – every game seems to be the biggest game, but after they lost the other night and what it did – what it could have been was getting them them into fourth or fifth, and now they're sitting at the play, play-in game. Nobody wants no play-in game. They don't? Nope. <laughs> well, we'll see. Well, you know what? You know what? At the beginning of the season, if you would have told me yeah. that that the Kings were guaranteed the playoff, the the playing game, I would have took that in a fucking New York minute because they had even. I mean, the Kings haven't snipped the playoffs in years, so I'm like, yeah, playing game, give it to me, give it to me. We we'll get to the playoffs now. I mean, go figure. We're third and looking like we'll probably hold so yeah i i'd have to strenuously disagree with you there there's probably other t- people out there you tell you're telling me that laker fan wouldn't be happy with the play-in game yeah they i don't think laker fans happy about anything ever <laughs> well i mean lebron lebron uh, no surprise to anybody made made his return in, in a losing yeah. they and you know what's crazy they had a winning record without him did they? Yeah, they were they they were yeah, they were winning without him. He came back and they lost. You know, um, <laughs> and I, it just to me, look, I I I grow tired of the endless LeBron versus Michael Jordan comparisons because and they're and they're right. gonna be forever. Um, I'll never take away and say that LeBron James is not without a doubt one of the greatest NBA players to ever play the game. But the thing with him is, is when he comes to a team. He tailors everything for him, and it's and it's win now. I mean, and and it 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 doesn't obviously it doesn't do anything for the future of whatever team he goes to. But 
it, 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 I mean, and, and, and imagine, could you imagine being a, a head coach with LeBron on your team? How much coaching are you really even doing? Just hand him the clipboard. But by, by the way, we, when we did this a few years ago, we said that he only, and he was like, then that he only wants to stay with the team until Bronny can play with him. Oh, yeah. I don't know if, if, unless that's an exhibition game that Bronny is actually going to get drafted and, and make a roster. Right. I watched the. I went to the uh, preseason. There was this little Kings, Warriors, Lakers, and I think the Heat were a fourth team. Where they all in the it was an exhibition. They all played each other before summer league, and the the Lakers had a bunch of pretty good players at that time. These are guys that have played college and were successful in college, and almost none of them. Mac McClung was there that day. The the oh yeah two twenty twenty three slam dunk champion. There's a name drop for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Pippen Jr. I mean, there was a lot of there was a lot of really good players on all the team, but the Lakers had some guys with some talent, and 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 they're big. And I don't know that Bronny is gonna gonna fill out and be ready by the time LeBron is is on his last leg, which he seems to have been on every year for a couple of years now. I, I I yeah I I I have no want, need, or desire to see that circus or whatever it is that you want to call LeBron playing yeah. his son. I don't I, that, that 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 doesn't interest me at all. And if I'm LeBron at this point, like he's hurt, he has a significant injury every season that has him on the shelf, which I mean, the guy's going to, he's been in the league, what, 19, 20 years. So of course, so why would he even want to even extend his career? What's, what's the point? I mean, he's going to the hall of fame. He's got all the records. He's got the rings. He's not, I mean, I, do you see them winning another ring? The Lakers? No. Yeah, no, I mean it doesn't make any difference. I mean, because what are you gonna do? You can't. There's nothing. There, there's no. They, they have no assets to trade. They've done all that. They've already shoved all their chips in the middle of the 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 the, the card table with the with the acquisition of Anthony Davis a couple of years ago, and then jettisoned yep. all their young talent. So it's like, I mean, you're not gonna win anything. It's like you've 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 had a career. Just move on. One side note before I forget, I I know this is hard to believe that I got a fact wrong, but I actually looked it up. Bill Lambeer that I mentioned last week. Uh, is not in the Hall of Fame. What? But we were talking about defenders making it to the Hall of Fame, and we, of course, the argument was about Draymond. I did look on the list of of, of defend top defenders. Um, Dikembe Mutombo. I could see you that. Would, you would you would never associate him with offense. So I think that's your classic example of guys that 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 were really a, a specialty. Not that he couldn't score, but you know, it was the finger wag that was his thing. Oh, that's what he's remembered for. That's what that, that's the first thing you think of when you think of Dikembe Mutombo. So, Definitely. So I know it's hard to believe him wrong, but speaking of LeBron again, his former team—I don't know if you saw this last night—has has qualified for the the playoffs, and and I say quietly because the East everyone only talks about Milwaukee and Boston and then the 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 zoo that is the 76ers. But the Cavaliers—if you put the Cavaliers in the Western Conference, they're, they'd be the number two seed right now. There, the, you know, I um happen to catch them on um. My wife has a. Um, we have a subscription to the NBA app. It came with okay, her the TV. Yeah, so it came with her season tickets, and I we forgot. I forgot we had it, and then remembered the other day. It's like, and I turned on and I watched a Cleveland game, and I was like, "Holy shit!" They, research. They, what the wow? They have a really real, and they have a player who who came, and you, you might know him. Uh, uh, I believe the name of Donovan. Uh, is it? Yeah, when Utah was burning things down last year. Um, I, you know, I was never a fan of of his for whatever reason. I didn't like his style of play. I wasn't a fan. 
But you know what? Didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he heat it up for seventy one? This this at some point this year he did. Yeah, it was I an mean, incredible performance. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see the performance, but you know you have him. I believe they have what's the other young kid's name there? Mobley, who's Mobley who's, from USC, he, one of the twins. Yeah. yeah, he's almost he's almost a, a Kevin Durant mold type of a player. Um, yeah, they they've got another that, that the center that they got from um, from the Nets that he's leaving is it's, it's Jared like, Allen. Yeah, I mean, so they've got. A good squad, and, and what did you say? If they were in the West, they'd be number two. They'd be number two, yeah. Wow. Darius Garland, Jared Allen, um, Levert, Mobley. I mean, they're these that's forty-eight wins. I mean, I wonder. I was wondering about, and I maybe looked this up. I don't know if you remember how how not too long ago the Eastern Conference always had like these dog meat teams fighting to you know they were going to be well below five hundred to get that eighth playoff spot. This is before the the play-in game, and I was looking, it's like, when did that happen? And, and my research, I never did find it, but I found that in 2014-2015, the year the Warriors won their first one, seven of the top teams in the West had 50 or more wins. Wow. That's that's amazing. And the Warriors had 62 that year, or 67, something like that. So the, the, the balance has swung completely the other way now. But you that, just, uh, so like with that, all those teams winning. So so you just you must have had a, 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 a just a group of just bottom dwelling teams that were just losing to everybody. Then I imagine. Well, there there was, and then they those teams have come up. Um, Phoenix, Sacramento, and uh, I, mean, I mean the Clippers might not have been in there, but uh, just to show you the 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 parity of how how things have moved around for agency and and maybe just good coaching and good management. They, you know, Thibodeau seems to move around every couple of years and. You never know when a Van Gundy might not pop up on a, a, a somewhere, or or Nate McMillan, or who's going to coach somewhere next. That, but I mean, for for seven teams to have fifty wins, that's a lot of that has to come to the expense of the other conference. You you just can't you can't pile them up that way. Cleveland, I saw this the other night, has has the most wins in their division out of anyone in the league. They're they're like twelve and three in their own division. Wow, um, two and two against Man. Milwaukee, so they could play with anybody. Right, right, and the the the, the long suffering Knicks fans <laughs> right, right. are going to see them in the first round. Hey, well, here, here's a question I have for you, and this is something yeah. that I thought about as I was at the Kings game, whatever. So, I believe the the sixth man of the year candidates. I believe right. I believe are uh, I think one of them is Markinen from Utah, who okay. who's in a, who's an incredible story that I might want to talk about yeah. here in a minute. Um, Markinen, um quickly, I think, for the Knicks. Right. Um, and there's one more that's that's leaving me. I think it might be um God, is he for, for um uh Bobby Portis, I think, for well Milwaukee? At the at the time, um when when Westbrook got traded No, it is to, Westbrook, yeah, it was Westbrook to, I think, to, yeah. to the Clippers, they were they were in a little bit of a um um a little bit of a, a a paradox, a predicament, because they. Um, I'm trying to remember who, if it's if it's Norman Powell that that's, that they want that they've been pushing to get the Sixth Man Award, or. Um, but anyway, whoever they they felt very strong about their guy um, being being one of the the Sixth Man Award winner, and now Westbrook has been kind of that guy for all year for the Lakers as. Uh, so, so those two might cancel each other out. Quigley's getting a lot more minutes because because of Brunson's recent injury. So, well, 
Uh, and and marketing has had, marketing has had a good good year. The, the the team isn't doing as well, and so I I don't know that he's going to necessarily win it. So well, well, the reason I bring it up the reason I bring it up is why is my man Malik Monk not being mentioned at all? Um, you know he got tossed out the other night. He's kind of a baby, you know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He, did you see that? Did you see that? He, I did. That I, I did. I did, not, I, I, I did not. I was. Um. I didn't. I wasn't able to see either. There were two games. I wasn't able to see. I. I was. Um. Um. Out of town and didn't have access. My wife told me about that. That he had gotten tossed. I don't. I mean, did you see the game? Did you see what happened? Uh, I saw the replay. What happened? And, um. He was. He went up for a dunk. Um. And he got fouled by Olenek and missed the shot, but they didn't call a whistle. He got, I mean, he got absolutely hammered by Olenek. I mean, I don't know what, unless the ref was just looking at his shoelaces. I mean, it was, it was, it was a pretty clear body foul, if not the arm and the hand. And it's, well, um, well, if you, you, if I ask my wife, you tell, if you let her tell it, it's definitely a foul because she's the ultimate homer for the Kings. She's not. There's no, there, there's no. She's not based in reality when it comes to her decisions on what she sees and what she doesn't see. It's always the, in the king's favor as far as she's concerned. Okay. Well, I would like an explanation that I don't know. I haven't looked yet, and maybe that the NBA took back Luca's 16th technical. I think I mean, it might have happened to Draymond once or twice. I mean, he's got so many technicals over the years, suspended so many times. It's, it's had to have happened, but. Uh, I, I'm wondering why they pulled that one from him. Do, do you know about this? I did not know it. I know. I knew. I I saw that he had gotten his 16th technical, and I was like, "Well, yeah," but I didn't know that they took it back. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, so they were set to play. You know, back to back. They they lost the they lost the home and home with Charlotte, and in that second game in Charlotte is when he he got the technical. He missed a shot, and it was. I mean, it, and for as much as he cries about every call, right. this didn't look like anything that would have worn because he cries so much. Maybe he, it's hard to distinguish what really is crying and that we don't know the words. Um, but it, it didn't look overblown. Look, he said something. I don't know that he used the magic word or not, but but it was enough that they, at the time, called the technical and then decided to pull it back. Hmm. Oh, well, I'm, I'm sure. They're now eight and thirteen since trading for Kyrie and three and eight with both on the floor. Oh yeah, that's the yeah, that's that's not gonna work. And what's what's sad about that is is I I keep saying it is Kyrie Irving is a talented basketball player, but it's just yeah. all, it's just all the other shit. Um, as far as as far as Luca and his and him complaining, you know, he he does cry a lot. But you know, if you watch all the NBA players, do a lot of crying. He's just at the a lot, the, yeah, up 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 uppermost you know level of it and i almost because he has the ball so much yeah but i almost feel like they do that you almost you it, it's one of those things to where it's like like when baseball where, where steroids was a big deal and you had players anonymous players saying well you know what i felt like if other players were juicing if i didn't i couldn't keep up i almost feel like it's the same concept with, with, with this is that nba players are like look if i don't say anything these guys are saying something if i don't say anything then they're not going to listen they're not they're, they're not going to consider whether or not the fouls legitimate or not so 
I, I just think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, because every player, I mean, you'll see him. You'll see him clearly, clearly hack the fuck out yeah. of somebody, and then the whistle blows, and they're like, what, huh? What, looking around, acting surprised, and you're like, come on, dude. You you stabbed that guy in the back with a knife. That, well, you That's homicide is what you fucking committed. You didn't just commit a foul, my friend. I mean, so <laughs> it's just, it, it it's just, I, it, it's a part of me to where it's just part of the game at this point. You know, and some some players are just more blatant about it than others. I mean, LeBron, LeBron, the flop master. God, that guy. I mean, some of the some of the flops that he pulls off, you're just like you. You would thought that he was getting murdered on the court. You know, have have we pulled back on the technicals for what's the word acting or what is the what's, uh, whatever the word was the NBA was trying to get away from this. What, this what, whole what, flopping what, thing. Have we have we pulled back on the flopping? I, I think. I, or, or or when you watch more NBA than me, so I don't. Um, it they don't. I don't. I haven't seen it called really to where or or, or or was that the in the same vein as when you when a player would shoot and he'd lean into you and they were getting those calls. Now those those I feel like they're they're on top of that. You know, a little bit for the three pointers, and that's you know they you got to give them a place to land, and they jump it into you, or they initiate contact. Mr. Curry being you know the the expert in all those things, which is which is fine by me, of course. Oh, but of course, of course. The you know the hard and fake slap, the oh my eye, you know, and LeBron, oh my eye. I mean, it's just um, LeBron did get clocked in the head the other night, though. So that's and he does take shots. He's still getting beat up. That's. Well, he, no question about well he had that one call to where he was it was the end of a game and I don't remember who they were playing and he was and he and it looked like he it could it was a legitimate foul and he didn't get the call and he threw without yeah, a doubt fit the against the Celtics. Biggest yeah, it was this, yeah. Uh, the biggest fit that I had ever seen in my I was like, Wow, <laughs> look at this guy. You know? I mean and and, yeah. and and Twitter Twitter obviously went nuts over it, you know. I I always wonder though too, like what that must feel like for him, or does he feel in, anything? I mean, is that in terms know? of not getting calls or getting calls? Or... Well, the fact that anything that he says or does or will do is amplified to the umpteenth level. Like me or you can go on Twitter and you know make a comment, and nobody gives a shit. But for him. I mean, oh, by the way, I'm going to add this uh, to my Twitter account, Russ Sayin, R-U-S-S, uh, S-A-Y-I-N. Those of you that are listening along and want to follow me for absolutely useless information. There it is. Uh, yeah, some random thoughts and cat videos. <laughs> all, all that I like. I'll, uh, I'll be sure and put in the, uh, uh, sarcastically speaking about sports, as a regular contributor, if that's okay to, oh, to do that. So that definitely. People. So that the the sixty three people that follow me, which include like a furniture store, and <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? A couple out of work painters. I don't. Hey, keep that furniture store on the line. You know, we never know, man. We could we could end <laughs> up right. messing around. Mat- and a... Mattress Mac two point That's right, baby. Mattress Mac. You know. <laughs> yeah. hey, did you know? By the way, did you know that the NFL draft is in Kansas City this year? Of course it is. Of course well, it is. Well, I mean, it's, they've been moving it around for a few years, and and I just see that sea of humanity there, and uh, I I think I just liked it better when it was in New York and filled with just Jets fans that booed no matter who they picked. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm with you. I think I liked it better just at Madison Square Garden. You know, the fans there. Yeah, definitely. I don't. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I've got the TV on in the background. There sure is. Kansas City begins Thursday, April 27th. 
NFL. And then now they have, you know, and it, the, you know, we're going to have someone from the team walk up and and announce the pick, and you know, I don't have a problem with that. But but now they're giving speeches before them. But yeah. but you know, then are they still doing that on day three? When you know, with the hundred ninety third pick, you know what? You know, I, I would I would think no. Um, that, that would, they're going to be moving it along by about that point. The manager yeah. of a Kane's Chicken in in Louisville <laughs> to present the Bengals next. You remember, Next pick. you remember when the when they did the draft during the pandemic and 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 Goodell yeah. was like in his home office and with like the ten screens behind him. Yeah, you and know, all all we could all we could look at is like look at all those people to his house without masks on, Some right? Of them were like hiding in the kitchen, <laughs> you know. And they're like, oh, are we on now? You know. And uh, my my favorite will always be um um the guy that the Broncos took uh, from Memphis. The quarterback, and I think he had his draft party at uh, at Subway. Oh, Paxton Lynch, I believe. Paxton Lynch, yeah, yeah that another <laughs> bomb. Uh, I mean, Justin Aber, he Herbert was on a on a couch with, with like his brother or one other guy, like a, a love seat with two guys smashed around him. It wasn't much of a party, but Tua had like a full on, oh, you yeah. know, oh yeah, Pacific we, Islander party. People in our house, and they got masks on partying. Because that was the first thing that everybody would say. Where the fuck's his mask at? Where's his mask at? It's like, man, just. Well, then, it, I mean, it's gotten better. The the CD Land girlfriend burner phone grab, and that, I think that's now a, a GIF or a GIF. You, you know that one, right? No, enlightened. They were sitting there when CD Land got drafted. He had his house full of people, and he had his chick there sitting next to him. Uh, and he had two phones, I guess one on one, on one, one leg and one on the other. She grabbed his phone to look at it, and he grabbed it right back out of her hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Hey, he had side pieces that he had to right. turn to, you know. I'm, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm worth something now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a millionaire. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, get get your don't hands be, off of that, you know. Don't be looking, don't be looking at my phone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there, there, there is something. I, the draft, you know, it was, it might have been a thing at one time. Now I, now I just, unless it's my team, I'll just wait until the until the scroll comes across with like twenty picks. Oh, so you don't you don't you don't care about like the first at least the first like first ten picks? You don't you're not tuning in for that? Not as much because I because when they pick a line, then I mean honestly, I'm not going to know who who these guys are and after the quarterbacks and a few things, uh, unless it's my own team. And and I did admit I did look today to see what the Chiefs are thinking, and um, a few of them haven't taken a um, wide receiver uh, now that Schuster's gone. And um, one of them it was interesting. One of them had us taking a, a tight end out of Utah. Uh, for Kelsey's eventual replacement. Right. But the Chiefs have had three tight ends on their roster for – they always have three tight ends on their roster, so I don't know Do you, why – I don't – I feel like the Chiefs – This one might be his replacement. I don't – I mean, what have, What are the gems the Chiefs have even gotten from the draft the last couple of years? I mean, can you name a couple of people they've picked up that have really helped the team? Because I don't well, feel like I even mean, Mahomes, you know, five years in or whatever. But other than him, I can't really think of too many other players they've gotten in recent years from the draft. Well, we, you know, you draft you, when you make the AFC Championship every year, you're going to draft thirtieth, thirty first, or thirty second, you know, or twenty ninth. Right. You know, you're, you're not you're not going to have the highest pick. So last year, Sky Moore, when they knew they needed some receivers, uh, it, it looked like it wasn't going to work out. He had a he had a really really rough start. He he fumbled um, a couple of uh, mishandled a couple of punts uh, that led to us losing in the Indianapolis game. I think he like lost three out of I think he lost three or four, and then eventually Juju was was I think returning them, uh, and then Kadarius Tony. But he had then Sky Moore had that huge huge return in the 
um, with the ball with the in the game against the Bengals AFC Championship to put him near midfield before Mahomes got that 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 very violent penalty that the Bengals tried to hurt our guy on well, and, and set us up for the winning kick. So Sky Moore really did, he, and he scored a big. I think he scored his first touchdown in the in the Super Bowl. So that was huge. Uh, and then George Karloftis from Purdue came in, and he'll need to be even an even bigger factor now that uh, Frank Clark is gone. Karloftis had, I think, a three-sack game or three sacks during the year. Uh, came up with some big ones. It was just nice to have some speedy guys on the edge. Uh, they need some they, – They teams still tend to run over them at will, so that hasn't changed. But um, Nick Bolton from a few years ago has turned into one of the top tacklers in the league. So they – they they've made some gravy with with some of their picks and they they don't Dwayne Bow never really developed when he was a top pick they've missed on I could I could tell you every quarterback they've missed on well I I, I think we all can say as long as you've got you've got Mr Mahomes running the yeah. calling the signals you can't go wrong with whatever you're but running it, out there but it goes to show if you if you back to the second back to the Ravens if you give up two first round picks. And certainly, the, the pick at number four would be huge. That's there's a there's a chance that that could come back to bite you. Uh, but but then there's teams that the, where did the Raiders take a Cleveland Farrell at? They took him like third or fourth when uh, when the other Josh Allen, the, the the defensive Josh Allen guy, was available. And now Farrell's not even there anymore. So just because you get a fourth pick and you know you like it doesn't mean he's going to work out. So this is true. You could find gold in like that guy for New England in the sixth round that no one will ever forget. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. That guy, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I think on that note, with that guy, we're gonna we're gonna shut this down. We're we're hitting right on, right minutes. on. But yeah, all this dude, this is always easy with you. I mean, it just the, the time just yeah. flies the fuck by. This is why. So I want to have bumper music and walkout music, like you know when they when they do the Oscars and they turn the music on. Uh huh. Right, well, and so, I, and, so yeah, you're gonna get, you're gonna get back with me with um what your mu- what your entrance music is gonna be. Okay? It's gonna be something popping. Okay. Well, yeah, you get get to work on that, sir. All right. All right. Always a great time, BA. All right. Thank Listeners, you. <laughs> stay safe, take care, and we'll talk next time. All right. Take it easy, Russ. Like I said, man, it it podcasts with that guy are a fucking are a dream. I mean, he's he's a wealth of knowledge. Just give it up to him. Sarcastically speaking about sports, um, you guys have a good night, good day, good whatever. Until I see you again, or hear from me again, or hear from me again. That's that head hunter production. You don't know nothing about that head hunter. Head hunter, son.